Hello everyone, my name is Ricardo Lino and I'm a wheel addict. Welcome to Skate Talks number 31. And my guest today is super special. But before going to the guest, let me tell you about this promo code that I have for you. Basically, you can use the promo code Lino and you'll get 10% discount on every skate product that you buy at bladeville.com or in edenskate.com. The links will be in the description. And now let's go to our guest. <laughs> so, and now let's go to my guest. So, my guest today comes from Atlanta. He is right now 31 years old. He doesn't really look like 31 years old. And he's been skating for 22 years. It's... It's... Oh, I'm going to stop just saying a lot of things, but... You know what? It's an honor to have Julian Ba as my guest today. I mean, he was a pro for Rollerblade. He was a pro for Razors. He is now a pro for Adapt. He skated for so many other brands and... Let's just call him and see how the whole thing happened and what he's up to nowadays. So let's call Mr. Julian Ba. Yo. What's up? <laughs> What's up? How are you doing, Julian? Doing well, man. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm like, every time that I do this, I feel like I do this differently. I don't know, man. Sometimes I use WhatsApp. Sometimes I use Skype. Sometimes I use whatever. I just, every time it feels like it's different. So <laughs> it's funny for me. That's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it could be better, but it's all good. It's getting there. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing? Tell me. I'm great, man. A little early. I had to wake up. A little bit early, but it's all good. I'm an early bird anyway, so yeah, this is perfect for me. Okay, that's cool. I heard good How things. Right I heard good things from you, about you, from from the boss, from the adapt boss, Peter. <laughs> oh, that's that's good news. That's, that's always good. <laughs> okay, so for those of for everyone listening to this that don't know why he's saying that he's an early bird, basically Julian is right now in Atlanta and I'm in South Africa. We have a I don't really know how many hours of a difference it is. I know that it's 3, 3.30 p.m. and it's 9.30 a.m. So that's the difference between me and Julian. So let's go. What are you doing right now? You, what do you do as a full-time job nowadays? Uh, so I'm working on clothes, um, like first, most mostly that's my latest endeavor mm -hmm. uh, so i've been yeah just making a bunch of clothes i've been trying to build the brands called jay vaughn julian vaughn if you guys haven't checked it out um and yeah do you have a website? That, i got this full, do you have a um yeah it's a website up it's uh jvon.co okay i'll put it in um, the description too so it's going to be on soundcloud and it's going to be on youtube whatever whoever is listening to these they can just go on the description that will be the the website for your clothing brand Boom. Appreciate that. Yeah. So please check that out. And um, yeah, other than that, I just got this part time at this really cool uh, zip line and like ropes course. Mm -hmm. It's been like really fun. If you guys follow my Instagram, you might see me like zipping around on these zip lines. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's what I've been doing. It's like uh, real close to my place. And uh, yeah, really cool people. Really cool job. Uh, it's called Treetop Quest. Shout out Treetop. Um, so yeah. And just doing where that. Do you, and, uh, where do you put skating? skating? 
It has a, well, where do you put skating in that? Uh, yeah, that was that was what I was about to say. <laughs> right now, okay, but, so wait, wait, wait. Um, I need to, before you those even are go just anywhere. My I, like latest endeavors, what I have uh, newly going on. So I feel like people know I'm skating. Obviously, I'm still skating. Um, yeah, I'm about to go to New York uh, for Bashi's comp. Um, yeah, I'm about to go to California for Julio's comp for Blading Cup. Um, that's probably all the traveling I'm doing. Uh, that's cool. And right are, now, are right you now. filming something that I know of? Are you filming something, or do you have any other projects skating-wise? Yeah, we're also filming uh, for the Forever video that Eric's making. It's a new uh, Blader Gang project that we're all working on, and that's coming together really great. Actually, I'm really excited about that piece. It's gonna be dope. Okay, that's cool. I just saw that you've been skating some different colored skates that I haven't seen anyone skate in a while, like some green skates, they look really nice. Are those oh, like any yeah. pro model coming or is it just like a, a custom? Yeah, those are just, yeah, those are just a custom one. I had never built a custom one before uh, and I just went for it and picked that one and it came out really cool and a lot of people really like it. So I don't know, it could be something, but I don't know, I don't want to say anything. Yeah, that's cool. Maybe maybe if people are interested and if they start contacting contacting Adapt, they might make a, a Julian Bar two. Is there plans for a Julian Bar two skate? Well, yeah, there there actually was a, a two that came out. So I had the first one come out. I think it was twenty fourteen or fifteen, maybe. Okay. And then I had another stuff come out twenty sixteen. Okay, so that would be the Julian three, the J three. <laughs> Yes, sir. That's it. <laughs> All good. <laughs> okay, I didn't say it yet, but I always say it to my guests. So the thing is, man, I'm really, really sorry to you and to everyone listening to this if I ever interrupt my guests. The thing is, I just can't. Like, I get really, really excited. And then not being in the same place doing this through Skype or not, not being sitting or not being... Spe speaking with you in person makes it a lot harder especially for me because i just get super excited so if i ever interrupt you i'm sorry and to everyone listening to this if i ever interrupt julian i'm sorry guys don't get me wrong <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah that's all good that's the best way to do it anyways get in there that's the best way to get your questions yeah, sometimes it's just i don't let you talk man the one that i did with with billy i just i, I couldn't stop talking man that was it <laughs> 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 anyway, so let's go. I remember seeing you for the first time in um so as I don't know if you know, but I'm Portuguese, so for someone living in Europe, I don't know if if an European guy saw you at the same time as the guys from America, but it was already the internet times. That's where it was one of those skate pile competitions, and I remember these tiny I, I don't know if I can call you black kid. I don't know, like this tiny kid <laughs> doing this big 180 gap. Do you remember that? I do remember that. Okay, what Actually, event was is that? Is that the video where I like fell on my hip and I was like couldn't move? Do you remember that at all? I do remember the 180. I have to I have to to be honest with you. I don't remember the rest. I do remember from the whole video I remember the kid doing the big 180 in that big gap and landing it. That was it. And I think you want to remember right? the 180 honestly. What yeah. what, what I what did I jump over? I think it was a big set of stairs. It was like this skate pile comp this competition organized by skate pile, and there was this kid doing a big one eighty, and that was you. Ah, uh, okay. It was a street comp, though. Wasn't yes, 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 yes. It was a street comp. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. 
So that was the yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so that was the first time oh, wow. I remember seeing you. And then, not too much time after that, I saw you skating for physics. I saw you skating. I don't know if it was. I think it was first rollerblade, then razors, mm -hmm. then rollerblade. So what was your first sponsor? Uh, so I started skating for rollerblade first when the TRSs were out with the uh, the ones with the skin on them. Yeah, yeah, I remember those. The and alphas, everybody was rocking and with those the, skates. Yeah, with the flaps open and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think those were the skates that I colors. saw you skating back then. But weren't you skating yeah. for Skate Pal too? Weren't you on Team Skate Pal? Right. So, yeah. So back then you needed to have like a, a shop sponsor to be able to get skates. You know, and they would, so they would send the skates to the shop. You would get the skates. So that was like the deal with Skate Pile. They put me on to the Skate Pile team. And then through that, I was able to get, um, yeah, get sponsored by Rollerblade, like on the amateur team. And then so, yeah, I was getting skates ever since then through Rollerblade until the next skate. It was, it was Razor. Yeah, I no, started skating Razor. Before you go to Razors, you skated for, for physics, right? Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. And that was the whole physics thing. Was it like just because Wait, you were on skate? Are? Was it because you were on skate pile you started skating physics or? Um. Yeah. They they were just making a team and they um. Yeah. They really liked my skating. Um. They're like my homies. I was always up there with Tom and Andy and Aaron and everybody. Frank Lescavio. I don't know what he's doing nowadays. But shout out Frank Lescavio. <laughs> um. But yeah. Um. Yeah. They thought I was like. You know the little next up and comer, so they were always trying to like push me, push me ahead and put me on. Um, yeah, that's how the rollerblade sponsor even came. It was like through Tom, like telling them, "Yo, you need to, you need to send this kid some skates." You know, <laughs> so okay. shout out Tom too. Um, but yeah, same thing with physics. Uh, he was making the team, and he was like, "Shit, I want you on the team." So I was like um, uh, <laughs> testing the prototypes a lot, and yeah, through that he was. He just told let, me he just, let me ask uh, you something. Me on the team. Let me ask you something about the prototypes. Did you guys broke a lot of frames during those prototypes? Because I do remember skating physics frames, and at first, I started by breaking the, the those suspension arms, the plastic ones. Then they come with some, right. Then yeah. they came so with some aluminum ones, and then I started yeah, breaking that the was, frames too. Right. Yeah. There was. I think there was one like uh run of frames that they kind of all broke and like those were the only ones the frame that I actually broke but uh, i broke a lot of rocker arms before like when we were testing them and then that's when he made the aluminum ones mm -hmm. and then he tried to put we put them in the whole skate first but it was just way too heavy yeah. and so he ended up because any everyone always broke the back rocker arm you notice that so yeah so put them in the back first and like that helped out a lot and then we put them in the, the back and the front, you know? Like, yeah. Okay, so, so for someone listening to this, that, for someone listening to this, just let me explain you why you why would you put it in the back when obviously when you land, most of the pressure goes to the heel. That's why if you do a lot of gaps, the wheel that you break the most is the back wheel. So obviously if you need to put like, an, like a stronger arm on a suspension frame, that would be on the back wheel. I do remember skating those skates and that was like, the first time that I went to California, I was skating physics frames freestyle mm -hmm. i don't know like i don't know why i thought it was a good idea but i was skating physics frames without any wheels or any hardware in the middle mm. and that's obviously why they broke too so 
Yeah, I was gonna say that when they broke. Yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah, but that, that I, I wouldn't blame that. Like uh, in that era, everyone was breaking frames because we were just skating. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A lot of people were skating a frame. It was before brands start making freestyle frames. So right. there was a demand for that. That's why brands started making those type amps. And a lot of people nowadays complain about the frames were ugly and were not needed and all that. But this was before the MOOC frames and all that. So we wanted to try some newer tricks. And we thought that not having wheels in the middle would be cool. But all the holes for the hardware that were just creating a, a weak point. So right yeah <laughs> and then Great frames, though. they were cool, <laughs> they were, they were cool man you <laughs> had like an amazing video part and some oh, thank you man. and someone was asking about the <laughs> someone was asking about the truck wasn't it in the physics video that you were on that truck yes yeah that was a physics video which truck was that who's who was that truck from so that was a crazy like Frankenstein truck. It was actually a, a Ford. It was an F-150. And this guy that worked at this crazy like custom shop made it into a, a Mercedes Benz. So like, <laughs> but it, it was like seamless. It really looked like a Benz, you know, but they never made a Benz truck. So that's why everyone was like, yo, what's, what is going on? <laughs> like, how, is it, how do you have this Benz truck in your video? But yeah, I did the whole thing happen for you. For a long whole... time, everyone would ask, like, yo, let me borrow your truck. And I'd be like, that wasn't mine. But, yeah. <laughs> oh, but, so you were, at first people thought it was yours and you would just leave with it. We'd just say, yeah, it's mine. Did, did you do did it for Yeah, a... Yeah, a lot of times I'd be like, yeah, chill, chill. That, that's my Tuesday car. I didn't take it out today, you know. <laughs> it was the rollerblading money, you know, like. <laughs> Yeah, man. Big bucks. Big bucks. <laughs> anyway, no, but no, no, no. But we can't really complain. Wait, let's let's go to the big bucks. Back then, okay. you used to get a good salary from Rollerblade, didn't you? Um, back then, no. But when I got back on Rollerblade, yes. Okay. And why did you left Rollerblade for Razors? Was it because they gave they make you a better offer? Was it because you wanted like a better street credit? I don't know. Just. Why did the whole thing? To be honest, it was it was the product. Um, I, I started skating the skates, and I liked them better. And I told I talked to Tom about it um, since he got me connected through Rollerblade. He wasn't working for Rollerblade at the time. Mm -hmm. um, he was just strictly skate pile at this time, and um, he told me go for it. He was like, I mean, if you like them, I could probably I could talk to Andy and probably get you you know the same same deal with razors, and so. <laughs> Yeah, so, so you yeah, like the product more than you think twice. Yeah, and the team was exactly. sick back then. The the Razors team, like, that was sick. I think. What was the yeah. video that? What was the Razors video that you had your first video part? Uh, ego. Yeah, that was that part is like it's still. Someone was even making like a comment about it, which is like, let me just read it. There was. Mm -mm -mm, that was Jake. You know Jake from Loco Skates, Jake Ely? Yes. What okay. up, Jake? So Jake was making the following question. Hi, Julian. You're one of the few pros I'd still consider as new school, even through you were prevalent in a lot of classic old school material. What's your view on how the, on how the way people skate has changed over time? Do you prefer old school hammers or more refined modern skating? Do you feel... 
the way you skate has changed much over, much over time? Or also, have you ever even considered, considered the decision to skate a certain way or just all naturally? Oh, wow, that's in-depth. Uh, great question. Um, uh, I, I would say to start, um, my skating has definitely changed over the years and, and transitioned into what it is today. Um, and I definitely agree with, with, uh, with me being in this kind of weird limbo where I kind of fit in this like OG like category, but like, I'm also like pretty relevant nowadays. Dude, we're talking well, about someone, like, we're talking about someone doing a, a gap to rail hurricane topsail. That's the stuff that no one is doing nowadays. So, but yeah, it's true. Like, and and as as far as like how it's changed, as far as like the skating itself, um, what I prefer, I feel like what I prefer is, is what exactly what what I'm trying to do. I try to portray it exactly how I see it being the best for 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 skating and for for everyone else involved, even people that aren't involved. And that's that's what I'm trying to do with my skating is get people that aren't skaters like into it. Nice. And I think that's the best way to skate. Like in the best way to do that, it's kind of corny, but like everyone loves flips <laughs> that doesn't skate. They're like, Oh, do flip. and it's corny and annoying. But like for people to even ask you that, especially like after you do one and then it's like the whole time you're at the park, kids are like, Oh, do a flip, do a flip. Can you back you flip? Be like, Let <laughs> me just skate. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I try to mix that with like, very like stylish like maneuvers if you will <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know it, what i mean like I, i've me. always been like huge on like like the way my skating looks so like i've never really been into um people just trying to do tricks like just to say they did them like if if it doesn't look good like like why are you doing it in my eyes you know <laughs> like mm -hmm. so like that that's what i've always tried to like do with my skating like just make it look really cool and like i've even had to change my skating i like at the end of the question like have i ever consciously thought about like making my skating a little different and like only recently like and that's just because of what's so popular right now in skating you know and it's it it kind of sucks to kind of want to dumb your stuff down like even but at the same time it's like It's 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 good and bad, you know what I mean. It's and what do that, what do you mean by being popular right now? What do you feel that it's popular right now in skating? Small, like quick, fast maneuvers mm -hmm. is like the thing right now. Yes. And I've never really like just been good at that. I think so. I feel like like my transition has been trying to figure out what I can do that's not exactly like people like would look at me and be like, oh, he's following the wave he's trying to do exactly like i don't want people to see my skating and think that you know so i'm trying to find this like nice medium where i can still do like big hammers and also find some like cool new things that i haven't done that i haven't done you know so people that um, are fans of me they see it and they're like oh he's still doing new interesting things on the blades like that's that's mm -hmm. that's my goal is just to do like cool shit you know what i mean at the end of the day <laughs> man you definitely have the skill to do whatever you want on the skates and then i think you're thinking the right way by trying to make it to make it as appealing 
as possible, especially in the time that we're, I guess people get more conscient about trying to make skating look good or more, uh, more achievable to, uh, to more people. So somehow when, the, when skating was just like the, I, I have this, I had this conversation with a few people before when skating was all about do or die, the big hammers, it was amazing in between our industry and people would actually share that a lot. If I can say it, the material that the content that we were producing, everyone that used to skate for companies or whatever, was a lot more shareable, if that makes sense, because it was more shocking. But at the same time, mm -hmm. shocking doesn't mean appealing for new skaters. Can you imagine, like, you, right. have, you have um, a niece, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So if, if your niece wants to start skating, would you show her like someone jumping off a building or, or would you show her something, someone doing something in control? You know, right. It's, if That's we think of true. like ways to bring people into skating, that would be it. And then what you were saying about the fast skating becoming a more popular thing nowadays. One of the persons that I saw doing that first, I would say was Richie Eisler. And the way that Richie explains it makes total sense to me, which is, I mean, you do the tricks in bigger spots. But in a bigger spot, usually, unless maybe Alex Brosco is doing in a bigger spot with a really tiny reaction time. But in general, people do it with like a big, like with a lot of space to land and then you land and that's it. That's one trick. But if you're doing multiple really small tricks, but really, really fast, you need to think fast. You need to act fast and you need to be in control of every single trick to be able to do it. And like you said, to make it look good. So I yes. guess... Richie is amazing at that. He's definitely one of my favorite skaters of all time. Like he, he's, he's another one like in the same category as far as like being very like, like an OG in the game, but also very relevant right now. And like he's brought it to another level, like <laughs> with the shit that he's doing. Dude, the thing so, is, shout out Richie for sure. <laughs> yeah, you can see that. You know, he, he did that flip video just out of nowhere. Yeah, it's amazing yeah. how he just went so and started great. doing all the flips like you were saying. Yes, it's appealing, so let exactly, me show you that yeah. I can do it too. But then oh, I could do some flips. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I did an entire flip edit. Like, okay. you, like I think you gotta battle him with the flips, man. You're going flips. Like you need to to make a a flip edit too. Have you thought about making a I, flip? I can't edit? battle the god. Like that's that's just <laughs> he's already done it. Like. <laughs> it's a wrap man it's, yeah it, but it was, it's, it's actually like you said it's at the same time it's something that can be appealing and obviously not as dangerous as the type of stuff that Jeff Dalnes was doing you remember those triple king rails with like I don't know the size of the drop of that type of stuff I don't know Jeff mm -hmm. Dalnes when it came to drop rails he did like some of the craziest stuff that I remember yeah <laughs> Anyway, sure. so then you started skating for razors. Going back to the, going back to the, to where, <laughs> going back to where we're talking. You started skating for razors, and for how long did mm -hmm. you skate for razors? Um, how long did I skate for razors? I, I I don't remember honestly. I started I started in like uh I don't know. I was on the pro team for like two three years i think and then did you left Something because like rollerblade made you a better proposal or what was it well before that i was just um on on the am team for i forget how long like probably same thing like a couple of years or so 
And then with with Rollerblade, yeah, it was like um, at this point, um, Tom was team manager. He was creator. Um, he was like doing a bunch with them, and so he created these skates. Uh, wanted me to skate them. He had a prototype size, and it was like a little big for my foot. And so I was skating him, and I was telling him, I was like, man, honestly, I can't skate these. Like, he's like, I, I think you'll be able to, like, if you, when we get your size, like, but I have to know you want to do it. Like, so mm -hmm. we're going back and forth because, like, at this time, I was still, like, I really liked the Razors. Like, and that's <laughs> that's all I, I cared about at the time was, like, that's why I switched to Razors because, I, you know, I liked them, you know, so. Mm -hmm. You know, and that, that was the time it, when, it was, when the, the new, after the TRS, the solos came out, was that it? Wait, say that again? So you, the, the prototype that you're talking about, the prototype from uh -huh. Rollerblade was the solo. Is that it? Yes. Okay. Right. It was a solo. And yeah, it was just big and bulky on my foot. And, um, but Tom really wanted me a part of the team. He wanted me, Rob G and, and Sizemore. And so... He's really pushing for me. And, like, so Razors was paying me just a little bit at this time. So he was, like... What do you call a little bit? So just for us, for us, do we have an idea? Would it be, like, 300, 500, something? I have no idea. It was, like, yeah, two, three hundred bucks, something like that. Wow. For, as 300 amateur, to do you know? something like you did. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But this is when I was on the amateur. It's like, this it was a long time ago. This was before I was, like, on the pro team. But anyways, um, so Tom knew that and was like, well, I could pay you more. And I was like, I, to I told him straight up. I was like, Tom, you're going to have to pay me a lot more. <laughs> you're going to pay a lot more, bro. Like, and, and so he, he said, okay. He, he, you know, he gave me what I asked for. Um, Can we talk yeah, numbers? Yeah. Or do you, you want to talk about numbers? <laughs> I just like the thing is, I have people talk numbers with you on this show, just to be curious. No, we, we, like, as an example, with Tom, I asked Tom how much he used to get paid from K2. Basically, you don't need to say numbers, like, right away. Like, just have an idea, like, would it be enough to leave from skating? Uh, no. Okay. That's, that's Not the leave question. from skating, but I wouldn't want to leave from skating anyway. At this point, this is all I want to do, you know, like. I'm, I'm talking about back then when when you ch when you moved from razors to rollerblade you weren't doing anything else right you were skating basically mm -hmm. okay but so it was enough to be comfortable i would say i was i was definitely happy i was like okay this is tight okay this is cool okay you know what i mean so um so yeah that that happened i was on that team for a while got kicked off Yeah, that's the and next thing like, that I'm going to ask you for. <laughs> I was going to ask you what happened. There was like rumors. I don't know if it's rumors or not. Back then, that's when you, you started dating Coco, right? Yeah. Was it when you were on Rollblade or you were still on Razors when you started dating her? I have no idea, man. Uh, me neither, honestly. <laughs> it's a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... Yeah, we were dating at the time um, that I was on Rollerblade. I know that because that's when I got kicked mm -hmm. off. Um, but yeah, what happened was it was weird. Like it was just like a different thing. Like me and Tom were like really good friends. Wait, just give like, me a second. I think there's an helicopter somewhere around here. It's making like such a bad noise. I'm sorry, everyone. 
<laughs> oh man, come on. Bro. <laughs> okay, go for it. Go for it. <laughs> okay, so um, so yeah, it was just kind of weird. Like we we were really good friends. Like going into this like um this role, but like the roles kind of changed with him being my manager, and like that had never been the case before. Mm-hmm. And it was just different, you know. It was weird, and like, like our friendship kind of like tarnished over that, like, which kind of sucked, you know. Like, yeah, we weren't like friends anymore for years after that, but like, we're cool now. But like, yeah, there was a while there where it, like was just shitty. Like he, he just like was doing things that just w- a friend wouldn't like really do. Like it, it seemed in my head at the yeah. time. I it was, was hard like, for you to understand where, where the friendship ended and uh, business exactly yeah it's and so for, yeah, for like, him it must have been hard too i'm not defending anyone but it's, it's sometimes it's no exactly yeah, yeah when you I work with friends it's hard now, like. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay so and then <laughs> so um so yeah it was just like he um i signed a contract with them and so there was like you know stipulations through throughout you know clauses in the contract that i had to meet you know Okay. Um, so they were, one of them was like, um, I had to do an edit, uh, every month I had to put out an edit, but there wasn't like, that was it. It wasn't like you get a filmer, you get a budget to do this and that to ride, drive around and film nothing. It was just like, you, you have to produce an edit, get somebody to film it, like, yeah. get somebody but the, the edit was just edit like, it. it's just like a, a social media or you need to send it to them or how was the, whole... no, this was like, you, you had to put this on YouTube. It was like a little bit before social media was very popular, yeah. you know, it wasn't, it's before Instagram, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, like I was doing it, but like, it came to the point where sometimes it'd be like a little late, like, and it's like, you got to understand that type of stuff. Like, but he would be like writing me up for, for things like this. And like, I he also had to go to the skate park every Tuesday and it was like 30, 40 minutes in traffic from my house, you know, but it's not like he paid me extra money to go up there. I just had to be there, you know, and skate this session with the bladers. And it was like, that was cool and all. Cause I would go up there anyways. But like, once it came a thing where I had to be there and like if I missed one I would get written up like it was crazy like yeah, and you would actually at the same time up. it's like, like if it's Whoa. a profession you know like, it's hard I'm not defending anyway it must be weird <laughs> it's it's just but it, it's, it goes against all that freedom why you start skating probably that's but why. The, but but the thing that really got me like at, like I missed only one of these these Tuesday night skates right but the reason why I missed it is because I got locked up for skating f- to film for the monthly video, right? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So, so wait. <laughs> no, 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 no. So you <laughs> went skating, you got you got arrested, and then that's why I got you... <laughs> arrested. I got locked up for eight days. <laughs> wait, I got so where were you skating? Days, where were you skating? I was skating this little um this little ledge in this in this parking lot. It's a big parking lot. Um, and this lady came over and asked us if we seen anybody breaking into this car that was in the same parking lot. And we look over to where it was at and it wasn't that far from where we were at. So like, she's just, she didn't come at us like, like acting like we did it though. Cause I kind of think she knows if we did it, we wouldn't just been sitting there skating and you know, in the parking lot. Yeah. 
So she's kind of nice, you know, like she's like, did y'all see anything? It's right over there. And we were like, shit, no, sorry. Like, no, we just been skating here for a little bit. Like, no, sorry. And she didn't even ask us to leave. She's like, okay, cool. Like, and then, so she goes inside and then the cops come up and they're like, uh, asking for everyone's, um, IDs. Right. So they, they get my ID and they run it and then they start laughing. They're like, Mr. Bob, and I'm like, yeah, and he's like, looks like you got a warrant out for your arrest, and I'm like, for what, and he's like, looks like you missed the court date, oh, mind you, side note, this court date was for skating as well, I got locked up again, <laughs> oh my god, so this shit is like a, this is why I'm so like upset about it, because all this is because of what I had to do for this, you know, for this sponsorship, basically, you know what I mean, like, Everything boiled down to like I was doing this for rollerblade, right? And so was it like the first eyes, thing was also for I'm rollerblade? Seeing, I'm like, all this is for rollerblade. Like they're gonna <laughs> understand everything, like you know. So, um, I was trying to explain to the cop that no, I actually went to that court date. I was out of town, and it, they we changed court dates. But I literally just went this Monday. He was like, uh, uh, uh. Look, he was like, lock him up. He's like, put him in the cuffs. He, he's gonna get feisty. I can tell. I was like okay put me in the cuffs and then they took me in right and yeah i was locked up for eight days and then at the end they were like oh this this was a mistake sorry like you already went to court for this issue i was like oh my god that's literally why i'm in jail because y'all said i didn't go to court and they were like oh well sorry and i was still locked up for two days after they found <laughs> it was the worst bro oh my god <laughs> so they find out they found out like six days later but they still got you in for two more days <laughs> right yeah, it was like, it was horrible. It was like one of the worst experiences of my entire life. Like that shit sucked. <laughs> okay, and then Ugh. and then you missed the Tuesday. So I missed the Tuesday, right? <laughs> <laughs> and so I get out and I I tell Tom, I explain everything, you know what I mean? Like and he's like, All right, Julian, like, you know I'm gonna have to tell corporate. And I was like, What do you mean? He's like I mean, you can't get locked up like that. Like, and I'm like, Tom, did you hear? I just told you I got locked up for <laughs> skating, for trying to film for you. Like, what do you mean? And he he was like, I mean, I understand, but I mean, I, I still have to tell him. And I was like, okay, hopefully you can tell him and they can give me some extra money or something because like I need to pay to these like fines and shit. You know what I mean? Like court fees. And uh. So I literally asked him that month, like, I was like, yo, can I get a little extra because of this? And he was like, let me see what I can do. And then um, he hit me back. <laughs> he hit me back and he actually took money out of my check <laughs> for, going, for getting locked up. <laughs> and then that's when I was like, man, this ain't for me, bro. That's when I knew in my, in my heart of hearts, bro. <laughs> Damn it! That's that's fucked. Yeah, but he still, you still but he still stayed with Rollerblade for a while after. And that. I still kicked it with him for like, it like, it it was it was shortly after that. It was like a month or two afterwards. And like the last straw for him was like when we whenever we went to um, Bitter Cold, I think it was some mm -hmm. competition that that he didn't even pay for. He 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 told me I asked him if I can go, and he was like, Yo, oh, what's that? Um, I asked him if he, if I can go and he was like, no, we're going to send, uh, um, Sizemore cause he wins all the comps. And I was like, oh, okay, fair enough. 
<laughs> and uh, so I just I just got my own ticket, you know, because I wanted to go. You know, I wanted to go see my friends and shit. <laughs> and, and it was cool because I felt like I don't really have to skate. Like, Rollerblade didn't send me. Like, I'm just chilling, right? So I fucking I went. I got my own flight. got my own hotel room. And so, yeah, this is when me and, me and Coco were dating. So we, we had our place. And uh, we got in an argument. And, like, the whole hotel, like, it just, t- like, blew up out of proportion and shit. And, like, Tom came over to the hotel and was like, what's going on? I'm like, literally nothing, bro. Like, why are you even here? You didn't even fly me out here. <laughs> like, he's like, you can't be doing this. I'm like, I'm not doing, everyone else is doing, if it wasn't for everyone in here, we'd be fine. <laughs> like, but like the more people kept coming out and like, it was, it just, yeah, I got blown out of proportion. Like, and, and so we talked the next day. He was like, cool about it. You know, kind of, he was like, you know, I understand. Like, um, you know, I, I, I honestly, I, I thought I might have to kick you off the team for this. Like, and I was like, oh, shit, like, glad you didn't. Thanks, bro. Like, fuck. And he's like, yeah, but, you know, we, you know, you just can't be doing shit like this. I'm like, all right, I got it, man. We, we're good. You know, and then so we get back home. And then that's when I find out he changed his mind and he like wrote me a letter and told me, told me like, yeah, I was off the team. Uh, but the thing is, l- let me tell you, the idea that the idea was that there was some violence in it. It wasn't just a. That's what I. Ha- maybe I was. Yeah, that's that's the, that's what I'm saying. How I got blown out of proportion. It turns from an argument, like in a hotel room, in our hotel room, like, and her like leaving out of the room and like just being mad, like to, oh, you did you beat her up? Like, no, what the f- no. Y'all would have known if I beat her. She just she's right there in front of you. Look at her. She's fine. Like, what are you talking about? Like, it, it got crazy. Like, the cops came and everything. That's why I got such so blown out of proportions. Cause like, there there was just a competition. You know, every, like her friends were in there. Like Fallon was like, "What'd you do, Julian?" She's yelling and shit. You know. <laughs> and so and, the, then the cops and get didn't, called. Didn't and she went and in. didn't she defend you or something like that? I, I mean, that's... I mean, she no, she was mad at me. Like she t- she said like nothing happened, but she also was mad at me. You know, obviously. So like she wasn't trying to be like you know she was trying to leave and go home and shit. And I was I was trying to get her to stay. I was like, don't. What are you doing? The cops tomorrow. What are you doing? Okay. <laughs> and like yeah, like. Yeah, that's shit just, that's fucked up. Cops that's... came and, and like they were like, all right. They I explained the story to them and they were like, okay, well, you you, you just stay in this room. Don't leave. <laughs> if you go to the cop tomorrow, that, that's fine. But just just don't just don't go anywhere else. <laughs> I was like, yes, sir. <laughs> oh, did did you have to go to court for that too? No, oh, no, they didn't. Yeah, they didn't arrest me or anything. They just. Okay, so then the you know, next they had to day, come because they got called or whatever, you know. But and then you got and like then, I said, nothing happened, so they couldn't. They didn't yeah, do there, was, there was nothing, and, and she, she, if something would have happened, she would have. I would have got arrested. Yeah, she would have gone to the police, <laughs> yeah. man. If she, if I think yeah. if she wasn't happy, like if there was a reason for it, I don't know. Maybe it's just I think if there would be a reason, she would have gone to the police, or she would have stayed the police, right? So again, like right. you said, you would yeah. have been arrested. Now, yeah. after that, you've been without sponsor, or you went back to Razors again. What happened after that? So after that, I was home. I literally thought I was like just super depressed. I was like, man, and I kind of lost everything at that point. Like, cause, cause I got locked up the job I had, I, they just didn't hit me back, you know? (laughs) 
And, um, you know, I was off rollerblades. So I didn't have that income either. Um, shit, I was losing everything. I lost my dad that year. I lost my girlfriend. You know what I mean? Like, I was just, like, depressed as hell, bro. Like, and I, 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 I didn't think I would skate anymore, honestly. I was like, I'm, I'm done with this, you know, like. So did you stop skating for a little bit after that? Nah, <laughs> not really. No, I'm just talking because for me, for me, held me together, bro. That's, that was that's like, what I was going to say. For me, it's like if something is not right, dude, skating is the way. It's it's the only. Yeah, like, like in my head, I was like, "Fuck this!" Like, but it wasn't like towards skating itself. It was just towards everything else surrounding it. You know what I mean? Mm. So like at that point, like I still had razors at the house, old ones. So I like just put them on, and I was skating razors. You know, I'll mm -hmm. go to the parks and stuff and. Um. Yeah, I was just skating razors. What and, uh, what razors were those that you were skating back then? You know what? I don't even remember to be honest. Because there was someone asking something that I need to ask you. Someone was saying there was a time that you were skating some razor Genesis, that you had them all written up, and they said there was some, oh yeah there was a lyrics of a song and they were asking what song was it? Oh my god! Oh shit! That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! You know what? Damn, what song was that? I know it for for a fact it was a Lil Wayne song. Uh let's narrow it down a little bit. Um Damn, what what do you Oh my god, I remember. It, it was um it was uh the bird what's what's that song called? Uh it was on the Carter. It was number four on the Carter. Uh <laughs> the, the, uh Damn, what's that song called? Birdman something. Birdman. I don't know, man. You know, like, like Lil Wayne is a skateboarder. I can't listen to Lil Wayne. I'm kidding. Oh, Jab. No, it was funny because so. But do you remember if that thing was before Rollerblade or was after that you had that? The Genesis? Um, That was. That was probably before. Okay. Yeah, yeah it was before. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So then you skated the razors for a little bit and you were like really mad that the whole skating star, the skating industry, whatever you, you want to call it, life that you were living. I wasn't really mad. I was just like Yeah, sad to the situation. I was just like over it. You know, like yeah. I was just like I couldn't win, you know, I was just like, man, really down down and out, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> like just going through it. Um, and then I went to, I forgot where I was at. I went to some competition and I had the razors on mm -hmm. and, uh, I think it was a, uh, a, a powwow if I'm correct, I might not be, but, um, but so I had the razors and randomly Andy was there at this comp for some reason. And <laughs> I remember John Elliott was there and like Dre was there. And I was hanging out with Dre because Dre was my homie. Like, so we were hanging out, and uh, I remember we—I needed a ride back to the hotel, so I hopped in their 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 van. And so I randomly hopped in, and Andy just happened to be sitting right next to me. And so this is after we skated, like after the day. And so he's like, <laughs> I sit down next to him, and he starts like feeding me all this like. <laughs> crazy shit about california 
and like how dope it is and like how how sick it is just to wake up and like look out the window he was it was kind of weird honestly like when i think back on it it was like was that the time of the razor's house was that when razors at the razor's house that Trey was leaving. Yes, in. they. He had just bought it. Like nobody had moved in yet. Okay. And he had just got it right. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was telling me the idea about the Razor House, basically. Yes. And I'm like, at, in my head, I'm thinking like, why are you telling me all this shit? Like, I'm not even on your team. He ain't told me nothing. Like, and uh, and yeah, he was just gassing me up, and I was like, shit, that, that I mean, shit, that would be tight, you know. <laughs> so like, so yeah. Uh, I think I, I think that night he put me on the team. Like he was like, "All right," I, I, he was like, "He was like, would you do that? Would you move out to California?" I was like, "Shit, yeah." And he was like, "He was like, all right, I, 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 let's do it." And I was just like, <laughs> "You got back to Razor's Pro?" Uh, yeah. So like, well, no, because I don't remember exactly. Well, I think he invited me to come out there first. Mm-hmm. I believe, if, yeah, yeah. That's right, because there was another comp coming up, and he, yeah, he wanted me to come see his house. He wanted to like fucking brag and boast about his shit. <laughs> he wanted, to, he wanted to like really like wind me in, you know, to reel me in. He was like, all right, he had this shit set out. He was like, okay, I'm gonna bring it to my house, show him like the life, like. Now, did you stay really, at his really did you stay at, did you stay at place or at the shit, Razors? You know what I mean? Did, like, but did, did you stay yeah. at the Razors place at the new Razors? No, place? I stayed at Andy's house. It's yeah, like I stayed, I stayed at his lives. house too. I stayed at his house. Too. Yeah, you know, yes. he lived next to Buck Classic. You know. Yes. <laughs> did he went to show you the bowl that you have to? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> we went over there and skated Bucky's bowl and shit. Bucky comes out waving. And, and then like, you, Yo, you saw that. What what animals are those? Like. The lynx that he had, those big cats. I don't know. Is it the lynx? Oh, yeah, yeah. They're like, uh, I forget what they're called. I think it's... Either, they're either that or they're called... There's a couple different ones that are big cats like that. I yeah. forget, though. He had them back then, though, too. Mm-hmm. And then so, after yeah, that, did, the you, nice did you end up getting everything. back? Did you end up going... Did you end up starting skating for Razors after that? Or never really happened? Um, yeah, yeah. I, I started skating. Af- it was after that. It wasn't right then where he invited me to join the pro team, mm-hmm. but he invited me um, to come, you know, c- to come check out everything on that tour. And then while I was there, he invited me to be on the pro team and move to the house. Okay. And it was, it was weird. It was random. It was. It was <laughs> and was it like? Let me, let me ask you something that has nothing to do with that. I'm gonna go with numbers again. Were you going to get paid more than you were getting paid with razors at first, or? Yeah, absolutely, and rollerblade. Okay, was it better than razors and better than rollerblade? Yeah, that was good. Yeah, because if yeah. you were happy with rollerblade, then you had Oz and you had a good set. Like, I'm not saying that like an amazing salary, but you had a okay salary. So. Right. And then what? So yeah, I was. What went wrong? There? I was happy with that. Um, so it was very strange. Like I, I was in New York and we were doing, I forget what competition. It was like a meet and greet. We had to go up there and like, um, talk to the, blades. Was it the Billy O'Neill event or? It might've been that, but it, but I'm not sure. It yeah. might've been something else. Mm-hmm. Um, but either way, like Mac was there and, uh, he had to like, 
he was just the tour manager, right? So he was supposed to just, you know, drive us around. He was supposed to go meet with the shop uh, and, you know, sell the product. You know, it's his job. That's all he had to do. And like, <laughs> and he's literally like the worst because he comes out with his wild turkey and he just fucking drink. He, he uses these trips as like an excuse to just like turn up, you know, like and just, you know, just get drunk as hell, like, really, honestly. And so, like, I remember we were coming back from uh, the after party, and Matt is tossed. He's drunk as hell. And he gets in the car trying to drive him, like, bro, let's just get a fucking cab or something, fool. Like, let's. He's like, no, we need the van. I'm like, bro. And he's driving at this point. I'm like, man, this is fucking unprofessional, bro. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, and then so Dre sees his shit, and he's drunk too, but he can hold his shit. I guess, I don't know. He, he wasn't as drunk as fucking. You know, Matt. So he was like, I'm going to drive. Fucking move. So he moved. <laughs> just let Dre drive. So we got we got back safe. Um, don't drink and drive, ladies and gentlemen. Fuck. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, so so that was the shit we, were, we had to deal with. And when, by the way, when we went to the shop to sell, like, uh, his other job to promote the company, like, we, we went out to lunch with, you know, the owner of Blades and, like, we were the ones chopping it up. All he said was hi and bye. That's it. He didn't have nothing to say the whole time. We were the ones explaining everything about the new stuff, about the new tech, about the skates and everything, and like really selling it, you know? Like, okay. was, was that for the SL skate? It. Was that for the SL, the new SL when the SL came out? Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, I believe so. And so, like, we were the ones doing all that shit. And like, Mac was sitting there, literally. And I'm just like, why is he even here? Like, he's getting paid to be here bro well, we could be getting this extra check like you know what i mean like i'm not saying none of this shit but i'm thinking it you know like and then so uh we get back and i pull up to the house um it was like that same week and andy was just there like i had just got in and out i was like really ready to have my burger i was excited I, and i pull up and i see andy's there and i'm like oh i wonder what andy's doing there <laughs> so i go in the kitchen i'm like take first bite of my sandwich. I'm really like excited about it. And Andy comes in from outside. He's like, Hey, Jillian, uh, I need to talk to you. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> like right now, <laughs> like he sees I'm eating, you know what I mean? Like, and he's like, you know, whatever, you know? And I'm like, but he, I see he's pressing me. You know what I mean? Like I see he was already there waiting for me. So I'm like, let me just, I'll just go talk to him and then I'll finish my burger. No, no, no big deal. <laughs> so, you didn't know what was about to happen so what happened i wasn't ready <laughs> oh my god so yeah I, he, we go out to the deck we sit down and he's like so uh what, what what happened in new york and i'm just like what do you what do you mean like it was fun like you know we skated blah blah, blah. and he's like i mean no like uh, max says You know, you, you, you weren't very nice to the to the kids and you didn't come to the autograph signing and blah, blah. I'm like, what? He's like, you didn't skate the comp? I was like, I was like, Andy, we literally have video of, of me doing everything that you just said. Like, did you watch the video? And he's like, I mean, I don't know. Like, he just says you, you, you just, I don't know. Like, I, th I think I jumped the gun putting you on the pro team. I'm just like, what? I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, I'm like, so you, you don't want me on the team? And he's like. No, I don't think so. But I was just like, what? I'm like, wait, I need I, to interrupt you. Away. For someone, for someone, this guy's wait, 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 wait. sorry, sorry, for someone listening to these that never heard 
Andy speaking. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> you're on point. <laughs> and I, man, I don't have anything. I love Andy. I, I don't have any problems with Andy, but it's like, Andy is German and the way that he speaks is a lot like you're saying. It's just like, it's amazing. <laughs> Okay, so then... Yeah, so I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think I jumped the gun. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, man. He, he, he jumped the gun, put me on the pro team. So he... And then you he, had to leave he, the house. Was that it? And I had to leave. It was crazy because everyone was in the house. And so I, at that point, I had just like... I was like, all right, Andy, if that's what you want, man. Like, so I guess I'm, I'm, I'm gone. Like, he's like, yeah, I'll get you a flight back home whenever. I'm like, all right, man. <laughs> so I got up and I left. And I went upstairs and like, I was just didn't, I was just like kind of wandering around. I like went up in my room and shit and, and Brian was up there. I was like, I walked in his room. I was like, well, I guess I'm out, bro. I'm, I'm going to pack my shit. Uh, Andy just kicked me off the team. And he's like, what? And I was just like, yeah. And he's like, no, wait, what are you talking about? Like, and I'm just like, yeah, bro. He kicked me off the team, like for this trip to New York. And he's like, no, nobody understood because they, Nothing happened. Mac was just uh, hating on me because I was like, I don't know why. It was the weirdest shit. Like, he literally lied. Like, I was, I don't understand why he did that to me like that. Like, it was the weirdest shit. And I don't understand why, like, when I was telling Andy what happened, he didn't even, like, he was just like, nope, I think I jumped the gun. Like, it was just, like, very strange. Like, and I didn't understand it. I was like, so, and, uh, Mike didn't actually live there, Johnson at the time, but he would be there every weekend. So he was there too. And I, I t so him and Dre were in the same room. I, I came in, told them, and they were like, yeah, right. Like, no, nah, that's not happening. Like, let's, let's go talk to Andy. So like, I was like, okay, like, if, yeah, all right. Yeah. So everyone came downstairs. We all went out on the porch to talk to Andy and like, yeah, they were like, so what happened? What's, what's going on? And Andy said his little two cents. And at this point, he was, like, a little more upset. He was, like, not quite yelling, but, like, he was getting red. And, like, you know, he was, like, Ugh. And I'm just, like, and nobody said nothing. But what blew me is nobody said shit. Like, everybody just sat there and as if they didn't know that, like, he's just, like, bullshit. And, like, they, they were there. Like, they knew that this isn't, like, what happened. I was at the autograph signings. I was at the comp. I was, I was there. Like. And so when, when nobody said nothing, I was just like, I forgot what I said. I think I blacked out, honestly. I started, like, cussing Andy out, and I was like, man, fuck you, I'm out. Like, I'm leaving right now. <laughs> like, I packed all my shit, and I fucking, <laughs> uh, I hit up Coco, and I was like, yo, I got kicked off the team. And she was like, what do you mean? I was like, yeah, I'm about to go back to Atlanta. And she was like, well, nah, don't do that. And I was like, what do you mean? She was like, come here, come live here. She's like in Long Beach, like which is like a couple hours I away. Know, I know. So she like she just came and picked me up. I was like, ah, I don't know, I don't no income. Like I'm gonna just be chilling with you. Like she's like, it'll be straight. Like just just come. Like I don't want you to go home. And I was like, ah, okay. Were you, still, were you still with her at the time? Um, we like I was at that time, yeah. But we had split up, and then when I moved back to California, like she was living in California at the time. So yeah, you yeah, guys got, got back, back together. together. Yeah. Okay. Like from what I heard, like from Andy, the last time that I was at, when I said that I was at Andy's house, he had a conversation with me, and one of the things that he told me, back then there was no, there was no, Razor's house anymore. The Razor's house became a, the scooter house, 
And yeah. he told me that at first, when he first made the house, his whole goal was to to have you guys all living together so that you all guys could be more productive and go to the parks and together and somehow mm-hmm. create like a presence, a different presence. And somehow, from what he told me, that wasn't happening. But maybe the whole thing, mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's right or that you are right or that, I don't know, man. I'm just saying that probably the whole thing wasn't too explicit for all of you guys. So basically... According to what nah, he, he would tell us, we just straight up wouldn't do the shit. We'd be like, yeah, we were, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you we think, were hell, you think you guys blew we were it? Hell, you think you guys blew it? It was crazy because he would, he would come in and tell us one thing and then the next day come and say the complete opposite thing. And it was, it was crazy. Like he would literally come in and be like, yo, guys, what are you doing? Throw a party. Why are you guys just here chilling? Like he would want us to party and film it. Like, to make it look as if we are living the life. You know, he wanted that. But then, like, at the <laughs> sa- in, the same, in the same token, he would be like, y'all got to wake up and go fucking skate. Like, what do you do? And I'm just like, bro, you can't have it all. Like, you can't. <laughs> like, this is not working. Like, so you think that after a while you guys stopped stop take, taking him serious and that was one of the main reasons why the whole thing died? Because, like, like you said... Probably. That Probably, yeah. I think, I think, yeah. Everyone was kind of fed up with, and even going into to the whole thing, like I, I knew Andy's reputation, you know. So like, I kind of had my guard up the whole time, anyway, you know. So, you know, what happened, it, it, it's not a huge surprise to me. It was surprising the way it happened, but the fact that it happened, it, it doesn't blow my mind that much, you know. Like he's, you know, he's a business guy. Yeah. Can you hear me? some money you know like he okay, ain't never so skated wait, wait, I, st- I, stop, I stop hearing you after business guy you said he's a business guy and then i stopped hearing you yeah at the end of the day he just wants you know money really he you know he doesn't really care about you know his team or anybody else like <laughs> really you know okay. so and then and then you said that you lived in long beach for a bit and then you got yeah. back to to atlanta was that it or when did you yeah when, when did you contacted because i know that you first contacted adapt right when was that was right it, uh, that was, was it a long time too, after actually. or uh it was yeah after after razors that that's when i really I, i fell into another depression i was just like all right now i'm really done for like no team is gonna want me like it's a wrap for me for skating at least like i could skate on my own and have fun but i'd never really be you know, on the team, I thought at that point. And what skates were you uh, skating back then? And I think I was still skating racers because okay. that's all the skates I had and I wasn't going to buy a skate. So, yeah, I was just skating what I had. And and then I went to Bitter Cold, I think. Mm-hmm. And I seen the picture online first of the, the box of the first, the one. The, the the adapt yeah the and i was just like yo what is that it was in this wooden box and i was just like yo it was all carbon and leather and i was just like this is sick whatever the benny armando skate right wasn't it the Benny right yeah. yeah exactly yeah so um so i was already intrigued like i had seen it was a picture of the box at the comp that i was at you know i just didn't see it yet because i wasn't there and so when i got there I got to check it out, and then I realized that my buddy was 
the uh, American rep for them. And then I was like, oh, shit. Cool. Like, I thought, like, for sure I'd be able to get a pair at least, you know? Mm-hmm. So, because, like, we were, we were pretty close. And, like, yeah, I figured, yeah, he, he would want me on the skate. So, so I asked him. I was like, yo, what's up? It was Brad Anthony, uh, by the way. Shout out, Brad. What's up, Brad? Um, <laughs> um, so uh i asked him and he was like oh my god that'd be awesome i was actually thinking about you like um for the team uh this would be cool i'll let them know so he sent them an email asking pretty much and then he cc'd me like on like on the way back with the email like of what they said and it was just like crazy like i was just like oh damn like that's everything that i was thinking about like how the industry like looked at me was like right in my like because i was reading it from what they see they don't even know me you know and they were just saying yeah, but you know you know now you know about. now that peter doesn't really have filters so if he thinks of something he was just telling you straight through which is cool but yeah, some yeah. sometimes might be hard to hear especially if you're like in, <laughs> in especially like, like he didn't know i was gonna be reading this probably too you know what i mean so he was very <laughs> just like open with what what he thought about me you know Mm-hmm. And so it just like confirmed like what I thought in my head already, but like I didn't realize it to that effect, you know, like how much people really like took these like videos of me and like just my online persona and like make a person like they they and and it took me that's reading this email to really realize like you know what I put out like a lot of times is all these people know or see about me and it's like it's not necessary it's kind of like it's not necessarily like me, you know, like, and, and that, that's what I had to like, really like step back and realize, like when I wrote them an email back, I kind of like, so they were saying stuff like, um, I don't think he's the right fit for the team. Like he's already been kicked off these teams. Um, he's just like, just kind of like the bad boy of skating, like all this stuff. And like, it was just very like eye opening to read all this coming from someone that doesn't know me. You know what I mean? Like, And yeah, just realizing, damn, this is probably how everybody sees me. Like, you know what I mean? Like this guy lives in Europe. But it was an important email for you. That was an important email for your future somehow. Absolutely. Yeah. Very important. You know, so it took me like seeing that to really like, you know, step back and, and, and see this, what I'm doing and like, see like everyone else's point of view on me too. Like, So it was good. So I've sent him an email back because at the end of the email, it said um, it's still up for discussion. And I took that as my my window and I jumped through it. I was like, I I sent him an email back just directly to him since, you know, I had the email address at that point. And I just like. And what did you say to that email? Everything that he was saying, I kind of had an explanation for. And like, I just I, I was just trying to just be real with him and like try to explain how like just kind of how I just did to you, like how you know, everything online is not necessarily exactly, like, how I am, you know, I, like, portray this online persona that's a little different than, like, you know, my day-to-day, like, but at the end of the day, like, if you, like, if you could just look through my eyes and see, like, and once I explain, like, how, you know, some of these things happen with, with some of the sponsors in the, in the past, like, you know, he just, he was, he was for me after that, he was, like, he saw the email, was, like, Okay. It was like the same. It was like very quick, too quick response time. He was always like really like that. Like I'm always like on it. Anytime he sends me an email, I'll hit him with a response really quick. He's always like, 
super yes, professional. This, actually, this works, and like our relationship has gotten even closer over the years. Like after that, like it was just yeah, it was it's all history after that. Yeah. Okay, just so that you know, the last time I was in Amsterdam, I stayed at, uh, at the laundry, which is your room. So. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been told. Uh, so watch out with what you do because that's <laughs> that's Julian's room. <laughs> <laughs> He said that not, not a lot of people have stayed there, and that's nice. your room. So whenever you go, that's where you stay. <laughs> now, Peter, like from what I know from the conversations that we had, he really likes what you've been doing, and that's amazing. And it's cool. It's cool to see how the whole thing did. Like you know, when people say like it does a 360 degrees, I always thought that wouldn't make sense because I always thought that people wanted to say 180, so the whole thing went the opposite way. But this, in, in this case, it actually did 360. Basically, you went right. from one sponsor to no sponsor to to another sponsor again. But you learned a lot while doing the whole full spin. So it seems like for you, it's been working for the brand that works that you work for. They're really happy to have you on board, and it's cool to hear your story about all these things. And now, yeah. what do you think about the product? If you would compare it, like if, if you would need to compare and adapt skate, and please let's not, I'm not trying to get you saying good or bad, just like be as honest as you can. If you would have to compare it with, like you were saying that you used to love razors, if you had to compare mm -hmm. the three skates that you had to skate, like the rollerblade, the razors, and adapt what skate would you choose if adapt could make any of them which skate which skate would you skate i would skate adapt for sure okay like hands down like but that in that same sense like they're not for everybody and i've noticed that and i've noticed why like i didn't know at first but now i'm starting to realize why like adapts are like the most high end professional skate on the market like and they're they're not for beginners at all like and there, there's like you have to be at a certain point in your skating <laughs> to be able to skate these skates is what i'll say like because what i notice is people that don't skate like that good just they can't they don't they don't skate them that well but for okay. people that really are like like have a lot of control of their feet like i think it's the best skate like because you can They're just super comfortable. They're very durable. They're like, and they 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 hit all the points. You know what I mean? They why why cool. do you, why do you think they're, they're not that good, good for beginners? I know that price wise, a lot of people don't like to spend a lot I, of money. That's a huge thing is price. Um, if you're gonna be committing uh, this much money into something, like you want to know that you're gonna be able to skate it good. And like for beginners, like it's, I don't know honestly why they can't skate them as good. I, I feel like. Maybe the the, um, the cuff. A lot of people. It's hard. It's hard to, the, to narrow the forward, down exactly the forward why, flex. The forward flex on that skate is a little bit different. I like it. I've tried it, and yeah. I, I didn't try the aggressive skate. I did try the GTO. And oh, they're I, very different. Yeah, but still, I realized that on that skate, there's a little bit of forward flex that comes from the different. It's not really carbon. He uses a different resin. I think that's it in that place where the regular 
skates with a cuff have the cuff bolt he uses a different material there so that allows yeah. the skate to have a little bit of forward flex which is supposed to be controlled by that amount of that resin that he puts it's a little bit too geeky but i saw the skeleton of the skate and it looks it looks cool and it seems to work as a gto skate i liked it but yeah. for a lot of beginners it's probably weird that when they bend their knees somehow their heels will come I don't know. Maybe yeah. I don't. I don't really know why, but I do know that, according to what we were saying, a lot of times the price of the skates. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, and this is—it's not even my two cents. There's a kid that works here with me at the shop, and he made a video the other day about it, and his name is Mo. And Mo made a video about how wrong it is for people to, when they buy their first skates, they think they should buy the cheapest one because they don't really know if it's gonna be their sport or not. But when you buy the cheapest one or in the most affordable one, usually you don't get quality. So if you don't get quality, it's also harder for you to to actually go somewhere. You know, like if you're going to buy right. the worst so, skate, it's hard, harder for you to learn something. That's for some reasons. But there, yeah, there's sorry. cheap enough skates on the market to get a pair that yeah, is good one. enough. Yeah, you know? decent one. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just like that idea that we have. A lot of people have the idea, oh, first pair of skates need to be the cheapest. Not always. Sometimes it's the opposite way. And I'm just saying, no, I'm actually on the adept side on this one. Like, man, if you, I'm not saying it's a skate for beginners, but what I'm trying to say is like, if you really like it, if it's going to boost your confidence level confidence levels because you like it and that's really important that you like it you look at your feet absolutely and you love what you have on your feet right so. and that's another huge huge thing about them is they just look so nice i like you know them. what i mean like, i like the green i love ones. looking down on skates <laughs> even the hyper ones too like and for that like yeah people you know people shell out a bunch of money for the hypers and it's like yeah just what you were saying it's like they don't have to be the best skater to like really want something that's nice you know and and, and go for it but you know what's yeah, the best that's... example of that imagine what's that? do you think that everyone that buys a ferrari it's like the guy that would race formula one <laughs> they just have the money exactly man, and that's they can point. afford it so if you can afford right. it and if you like it go for it and that's it. absolutely yeah. <laughs> and tell me something is there any trick that you feel like easier with the adapt skates or any trick that you feel like it's harder like i think uh i could set slide better in these you think it has to do with the sole plates or the the structure of the i plate? think it's it's the uh perfect uh, uh attention to detail that that peter had with the just how the sole plate and the frame line up okay like, so, so, you're so skating, you skate like, the symmetric frames too you skate the symmetric right yeah okay and yeah, they're literally like the best frames. Like I used to skate um, creates before these, and I really like those. But these are better. They're just like they're thinner, but like still more solid than creates. Like I've broken creates, I've still not broken a pair. Okay, but have you when, have you skated the new creates, the made in USA ones, or because I heard no, that the new creates are made in USA. Um, yeah, I was going to make you a question, but I totally forgot. I'm that bad. <laughs> you're talking about the set slides yeah no, i know what it is sorry i was going to make you something i was going to ask you about gods so you are also on gods when did you got on gods uh so i got on gods like when they first started um frankie hit me up telling me he was gonna be 
um, doing this wheel company, and you know, he wanted me to be a part of it. So I was down immediately. Frankie's like a really good friend of mine. So, um, so yeah. And what do you think of the wheels? Do you like the wheels? Yeah, they're great actually. Okay, just yeah. out of curiosity, because like I've I've skated some of them. They feel like similar. They're made by 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 undercover, so the molds are quite similar. But I like that the graphics of the the God's wheel, especially the new line, it looks sick. I just saw your wheel yesterday, the newest one. I think it's I don't know if it's out yet or not. The new is yeah. your new wheel I, out? Yeah, it just came out. Um, I haven't got a pair yet. Um, so yeah, but I'll get them when I go to New York. So yeah, they are in in the United States. <laughs> and did you never got offered to skate the boot? The God's boot? Um, well, they offered it, but, um, yeah, they knew I was uh, with the DAP. Uh, whenever, same thing, I was in California, and Frankie was telling me, oh, I'm going to make a boot. Um, yeah, asked me if I would to skate it, and I told him, I was like, uh, I really like a DAP, you know? Okay. <laughs> and have you ever tried a soul plate on the, on the, um, on the boot, or is it, you're not even curious about it? Uh, the one on the God skate? Yeah, yeah. No, I haven't even tried it, no. Okay. I just thought out of curiosity, I'm like all these questions, it's just like <laughs> things that I thought. Let me just see whatever people add here that they wanted to ask you. Let me just wait, let, did you never do you own a pair of those hyper skates too? Yeah. Do you skate? Yeah, I love too? cruising on those things. They're dope. Okay. And are you planning to do any any like promo video for that or something like that or that's not coming out anymore? yeah actually i'm like in the process of making one right now actually okay the guy who started filming it has been like super busy and i hadn't been able to finish with him unfortunately but um i actually just started talking with another buddy and i think we're gonna do it with him so okay that should be very soon we should have a hyper edit that's cool. I'm stoked to see. Can you do like those wheel slides? Because it's weird for me to do to see you doing wheel slides. Because I always see you doing sass slides. But on, right on yeah. the free I skating, can do it a little bit. Yeah, I'm not free, as good. Yeah, I'm sure you can. Bro, just slides differently. But the thing is, if you if you if you bend your knees and your feet too much, if the boot touches, you're out. <laughs> right. Yeah. For sure. Okay. We have a question here for from Gumby. <laughs> have you seen that oh shit what up Gumby <laughs> Gumby was just asking wait 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 let's just go here let's go down here <laughs> rough estimate how many blunts did we smoke between 2003 and 2005 <laughs> 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 oh my god that is that is just wow were you, you living on that is an un uncountable account uh, amount <laughs> <laughs> shit wow that's hilarious gumby's oh wow gumby's the man yeah he used to live um yeah he moved uh close by to where i was at and yeah we skated all the time and definitely smoked copious amounts of reefer <laughs> do, you still, awesome. do you still smoke a lot or is it like a lot more calm nowadays me yeah i smoke pretty regularly if you will okay <laughs> is that is that why you you love to skate for a company from from Holland? It's <laughs> <laughs> the best part, man. <laughs> you get to fly there. <laughs> yeah, now it's legal everywhere. Is it is it legal in Atlanta too? I have no idea, man. Uh, not 
Nah, not yet. Come on, not don't get arrested again. Just... <laughs> come on, come on, man. Knock on some wood over there, shit. Okay. Now I have another question, man. Now this one, man. I don't, I don't want to be that guy putting you on the line. So there was someone saying that it was a winter clash. That it's, it, it's actually my friend from Portugal, Miguel Chico. He was asking like, there was a winter clash that you went with the Be Unique guys, mm -hmm. and and suddenly the hostel where you guys were, wait, what was it? Oh my god! You guys started like the whole, started a whole fight, and then, and then the skate, the Dutch skaters, and then just run away with the Dutch skaters. You guys started a, a huge fight with the Dutch skaters and then just run away or something like that. What happened? Wait, I don't remember. I thought they were going to say something else. And I was very confused on how they knew this story. Okay, wait, wait, wait. wait. That's I even don't... better. What, the, what happened there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. They know. Um, they know. But we don't. So let's, let's just tell us. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you another story from that, from okay. that event. So we were, we were the unique team was in in Europe Germany for this one it was in uh I forget exactly where Mühlhausen. Um, but it was that it was Mühlhausen. yes mm. yeah so it was at that park and so uh we went and then we went to this um it was like a hostel I guess to stay that wasn't it was wasn't that far from the park so but we hadn't gone yet we just got straight from the airport because we landed in like Munich and it was a dumb long drive to get to where we needed to go so we drove and we got to the park and you know skated the park a bit when, when we went back to the where we were going to stay uh we got in and then it was just kind of weird they like locked us in and we wanted to go get food and they were like it was it was strange and so like we wanted to leave but we like couldn't really So we figured out that we could open the window. We were on the first floor. So we, we just jumped out the window, right? But it's snowing. And, like, so I was with Cal Calvin Sales was right in front of me. And he's running with his big, like, Louis duffel bag and, like, like huge coat on. He's just running down this, this hill. And it's, like, perfectly lit. He's under this, like, big, like, light that's back there. We're, like, running towards the car. And at the bottom of the hill, there's this small creek, but it's, like, literally, like, two feet wide, like, very easy to jump, like, and very visible. Like, I saw it from the top of the hill, like, <laughs> and then little Calvin just jumps right in it, like, directly into this creek. Like, I, I guess, I don't know what happened. I don't know how he didn't see it, but he jumped right in it, and it was You know, it's cold as snowing, like, and he just hopped out. He's like, oh, shit. Oh, shit, son. <laughs> and he's so he's so but like we couldn't stop laughing we get to the trunk we're putting everything in and uh so we're trying to find another spot or no matter of fact we were like fuck it let's just go to the after party straight away and he was pissed because he was all wet and so we go up 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 this we're like we we had uh the cars had the gps going mm -hmm. but it was in german so like <laughs> So it was telling us where to go, but it was still, like, kind of foreign to us, right? And I was the only one that could drive because I was the only one who knew to drive stick. So we were in these, like, brand-new Beamers. We thought we were all hot shit. We're, like, coming up this hill, like, and it's it starts snowing, like, more. And, like, we're still winding, winding up this long-ass hill. We keep going until we get to, like, a little village. And I'm like, this obviously isn't it. So it took us all the way out the way up this mountain, literally a mountain. And so only thing we could do is turn around and start going back down. But at this point, it was like snowing 
like kind of hard, like way harder. And and so I'm coming down this this curve, like the whole thing is is turning the whole time. You're going around the hill, you know. And at the we're at the top basically, so I'm literally going five miles an hour down this hill because that's how yeah. shitty the weather is. And I'm turning like my steering wheels just stayed turned, you know. But like yeah, it just car goes forward with the wheels turning sideways and just don't turn. It's just going. So like it it literally I popped over some 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 snow I guess, and I just started sliding towards the edge like right off the cliff. Literally, like, no and way. it was a real cliff. Like, <laughs> it was so scary. Like, and uh, we were just all yelling in the car. Like, Chris uh, is sitting next to me, Chris Brown, and like, I think uh, Ramel was in the back. And we're just like, oh, like, yelling. Like, but it's so funny because we were going so slow. We were already going slow, but like, yeah, it's the ice, it man. Just, there's ice usually, we, there's ice under the snow. And that's yeah, we couldn't, like, we. We were just frozen, all just like, ah, like looking at the edge, like, like I thought we're, we were, we're really about to cross the edge, <laughs> and then literally we hit this pole that stopped us. It like it was a pole, it was a random pole that looked like it had a sign on it, but the sign was knocked off and the pole was like bent over the, the edge. <laughs> so the shit literally, we ran into it and it like, like stopped us, like literally. In the perfect spot. If we went, if that shit wasn't there, we would have been off the edge for sure. Like for sure. Dude. And it was just like we sat there and we're like, oh my god. And we had to push the car like straight, straighten it out and get it off. And yeah, we continued down and we said, fuck the after party. We we'll just like go back. To the hotel. And then you had to, you had to find a I new hotel. The next day, the, and then the back still- door of the Beamer was just fucked from this 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 pole. And like I tried to tell. Courtney, like the other Brown brother, he uh, that somebody just you know hit us. <laughs> somebody like uh, opened the door and hit our door. He was like, "Bro, ain't no way a fucking door did." <laughs> <laughs> I think he had to say like five racks <laughs> to fix the doors and shit like that. Damn it! That, that was <laughs> yeah, that man, seemed like it was, it was a cool time for you, huh? The the be unique time. It was time. fun time, man. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> those those guys, they always had like. They had a super specific type of skating, like all the switch-ups and all that stuff. But they had really good videos, yeah, man. Yeah. Like the whole videos used to be amazing, the Be Unique videos. I used to, yeah. yeah I dude. was just talking about Be Unique videos last night, actually. They're so good. Yeah, it was I amazing. I love the way, you know, he was editing them and, like, yeah, everything about them was just And the whole top-notch. theme and everything. You know what happened to those guys? What they're up to nowadays? Uh, Yeah, well, they started doing music. Um. They just, they, I think they got bought out. Like, I went up to New York one time, and they were literally in Times Square. Like, their office was in Times Square. And I went up to the top. I'm, like, looking at the registry and shit. Ralph Lauren had an office in there. Like, a bunch of people had an office in this building. And so I'm going to, to up to their office. And I go up there and shit, and it's a big-ass office. And it's literally unique shit everywhere. Like, literally, like, racks of all these samples and, like, they had a whole team and I was like, yo, what is going on? This is crazy. Like it was it was next level. Like I was but, like, But did they evolved on. from the, what do you mean by music? Were they like producing music? Did they do the music so, videos or So yeah, uh, Chris, the one he was making all the videos mm-hmm. and uh making all the designs for all the shirts and stuff, right? Yeah. And his brother Courtney was business end, you know, he was taking care of all the business mm-hmm. logistically, you know. 
And, um, yeah, they just, um, they took that and just took it straight to music and just used that, uh, what they had, they, what they, what they learned from the industry, the, the skate and the, you know, clothing brand that they built, yeah. you know, they built it from the ground up, you know, and they, they but are they, but are do they doing music? They are they head, producing like, music? Are they producing music? Uh, right now, I think, yeah, they they are. So, yeah, I think they got like a $3 million deal with like Interscope or somebody, like Sony, somebody. What? And, um, yeah, so it's them too. Like, so it's the same deal. Like, Chris is still making the videos and making beats. He's also like dabbling in, in rapping too. And Courtney's like business end. And then they have this this guy, Vinny Chase, is his rap name that, um, that's rapping and that that's it's like a little three person team and everything's in house and they've been like making all the beats all the videos and like the videos are amazing they're like mm-hmm. really sick. how can i find the, the videos what do i need to uh he goes by kid art now uh okay. chris does so if you look up any um anything directed by uh kid art um okay. you'll see it and when, all the videos what, are, yeah amazing weren't you are you still rapping weren't you rapping for a little bit Yeah, I was rapping for quite a while, like 10 years or so, but just the past, I haven't rapped for like three, I think. Like my computer just like stopped working, that everything was like saved on. Like, and at the same time, I was getting into clothing like a lot mm-hmm. and I was like buying new machines for, you know, sewing. So it kind of just transitioned into my energy started going into the, you know, sewing. Okay. Uh, so I was I going to say you that. need to hit the be unique guys to get some some type of deal with the music. <laughs> yeah, for real. Now no, I, I did hit them up actually a few years ago. Like I sent Chris some songs and or I sent him one song. He was like, "Send more." I was like, "Fool, no!" Like I'll send you this. See if you like it. You want me to send more? Like put me on. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't happen. It wasn't enough. But now you can send yeah. him some some clothing samples. Tell me. How's the whole clothing thing going? Are you selling? Are you what? What are It's you doing great. exactly? What are you doing exactly? So, so right now I'm um, I'm really just trying to build the brand. Like I have the website up, and there is products on there for sale, and I do have like stuff available. But I'm not really focused on that right now because like it's like I really want to just build the brand. So like I don't have to tell people about it; they just know about it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I, I realized that, like, when I first started in 2016, beginning of 2016, I, I, like, just tried to do everything. I was, like, I made the website, and then um, I tried to have all this stuff, like, ready and available, and I just tried to, like, sell, 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 like, you know, push it on everybody. And I was, like, but nobody really knew about it, and the prices are, like, a little high, you know, for for uh, for people that don't know anything about the company. So it was, like... I had to step back and be like, uh, what am I doing good? What am I doing bad? And so, like, I really just realized that the website was kind of jumping the gun. I don't need these things ready, available right now. I could just have a website that just, like, has a lookbook. I'm showing people stuff, and then I need to, like, network, you know, get get people to know about the brand, just build the mm-hmm. brand. Because, like, anytime I'm out and I'm wearing, like, gear, like, that's when I'll make sales. Okay, like, and on the website, the, the, if people see it, it's you, very like it's not direct. So it's like, oh, what's this? Like whatever, you know. Like, uh, but are you doing like? Do you want to do quantity? Do you want to do like per unit? You are you the one doing every single clothing piece, or how's the whole thing working? Yeah. So right now, anything you get is 100% handmade by me. Like all the stuff right now is just 
yeah, all custom pieces pretty much. But like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get to the point where I'm like, yeah, you're gonna have a team or something uh, like that. What you know, you, pieces. Yeah, yeah. For sure. What do you have at the moment? Um, like, do you have like mainly shirts? Do you have pants? What are you producing at the yeah, moment? Yeah, yeah. It's mainly tops. It's all tops actually right now. Um, yeah, no pants. Um, just all tops. Yeah. Those are long so tops, have, like, so you can use them without hoodies. pants. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. That's it. That's the plug. <laughs> oh, good. Man. But yeah, so a bunch of like you know hoodies and like weird coats and jackets and shirts, and That's tanks. Cool. And well, like if someone wants to buy a shirt, what would be like the price for something? I have no idea, man. All these questions is for someone who's curious about. That, like if I want to buy yeah, like, um, a shirt made by you, how much would that cost me, and how much would it be the most expensive jacket, like from where to where? Yeah, so it ranges from like I think the the um, lowest price piece on the site right now is probably like seventy, and that's for um, it's a tank with it's kind of hard to explain if you don't know what it is, but it's called the shadow tank, mm -hmm. and it's like has like these extra pieces that kind of like. It's very like flowy and like drapey looking. Okay. Um, and yeah, it goes from that to like, um, I think 250 is the highest price piece on the website right now. There's other pieces more than that that I've sold for more than that, but they're just, you know, not up and available because I figured um, that was one thing that was kind of deterring people was that price range. So I just, you know, took that down and just didn't have them available and just have these other things that kind of fill uh the little the other price range you know okay the, and, and um, you can always have like people uh, calling or sending a message for more information about the product sometimes it's better yeah exactly yeah it's always good when they're inquiring when they see something and they're like oh i saw you in this um yeah and i could always uh you know make something for somebody like that as well i've done that before too like And do you have Someone's any... just seen me in a piece and they're like, I want this. I don't know where I could. It's not on the website, but can you make yeah. that? Like, you need, yeah, do you I have any exactly good connections talking. with like anyone like famous or anyone like that? Can uh, not, not really. You know, so I've just been trying to like get um, whoever I can in the gear because I know that's a huge like way to get my you know product out there um, yeah you know but yeah i just hadn't sometimes hadn't gotten this is really i don't know man i don't know how it works with those in that industry i do know that a lot of a lot of companies that try to come out with new products especially when it's a new product but i don't know about that they need to to really hire like a pr company you know it's it's yeah especially if If you have like a super specific product, you need someone that has the the connections to promote it or to take you to places with it. It's a lot of times really hard. And then I see that a lot when it comes to crowdfunding. I did work with, yeah. um, I don't know if you saw last year, there was a company that made this super, super basic thing. It's called Lego tape. It's basically a piece of silicone, uh, like a tape. And on one side, it's sticky. On the other side, was just Lego. Basically, you could build Lego from that Lego tape. So basically, you could build in every angle. You could build it like vertically. You could build it sideways. And that's like a thing for kids. But it's a really, really basic concept. But because they had like a really, really good PR company helping them with um, the whole crowdfunding campaign, those guys made 
almost two million dollars. Oh shit! It is crazy, man. And now this year, I saw that there was a a company from Brazil, not a company, like a guy from Brazil that was trying to produce electric inline skates. And since the beginning, he thought that he wouldn't need anything like that. And it, there could be a market for it, but it didn't want any company to help him promoting it because they usually want percentages of what you do. So yeah. obviously that never went ahead. So just an idea. Sometimes those PR companies help you getting to to a lot of clients, if that's what you want, of course. Yeah. Man, that might be so much. <laughs> I guess we're coming to an end. Do you have anything else that you... No, I have one more question for you. Someone, this kid from Switzerland, just made us a question, which is... Simon just made us a question, which is, where do you see skating and yourself in skating in a few years? Let's say in five years. Um, I would... I would hope to see myself, um, I've been doing like, like a little bit of film work with skating mm-hmm. and it's been like amazing and I want to like continue to do that. So I would love to like, just do like kind of like stunt work, um, like with the skating and have that transition to like any other stunt work really. Um, yeah. Cause I got an opportunity to do some stunt work with, um, you know, one of the greatest in the industry, Mr. Uh, Garrett Warren, and um, yeah, it was just amazing, and I'm really into it now, and um, yeah, I could see it definitely being something that a bunch of skaters would be into, for sure. Um, bringing, your, yeah, bringing, your skills, also, bringing your ninja skills, bringing your ninja skills to fill your wallet. That makes sense, man. You've been a ninja for way too long. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> for sure. And there, there's other opportunities in, in that industry through skating, which... I realized um, while I was on that set, um, uh, Corey Miller was one of the filmers, and he was one of the guys that he was a skate filmer. Yeah, so he's it's gimbal. Like, it's called gimbal operator. There's a lot of those worldwide nowadays. Huh? One of the best that I know. Right. It's Connor O'Brien. Oh yeah. Yes, and he what's... does it just like strictly on the skates too. Yeah, Conor O'Brien is a really good one. And what's the name of the other yeah. guy from that made breakfast and lunch? And uh, he lives in California. What's his name? Ah, uh, John. Oh, damn it. I don't remember. He did like a, a really nice 720 over the fence. I, I'm sure you know. He's like a really good camera operator too, like a gimbal operator with skates. It's a big thing, huh? Yeah, it's pretty big. You get really nice money out of it. And in yeah, the skating absolutely. industry, do you see yourself like staying connected to adapt? Do you see like a new skate coming? Do you see getting into the company like a little bit deeper and I don't know, maybe working with adapt in USA or anything like that or not really? No there have been, been uh, talks. Um, that would be awesome. I would love to do something like that. Um, but yeah, definitely see myself still being with the company for sure. Like, yeah, I want to skate adapt for the rest of the time I'm skating, I think for sure. <laughs> like, Man. cause they just continue to grow. I, I really like being a part of something that's like really ground up. You know what I mean? They really, and the fact that they're both skaters. So they've gone through a lot of the same things as me. Um, okay. so yeah, I really appreciate and, and, and love working with them. Yeah. Um, they so make yeah, skates we'll that you can, they make skates that you can skate 
even when you're 60 or 70. I mean, like you're not going to be using aggressive right. skates, but you can use a pair of free skates, hyper skates, whatever they call it. Now, let me make me let me make you one more question. I'm sorry, I can't stop it yet. What do you think of the <laughs> damn skates? Have you seen them? The what? The damn skates, John Julius new brand. Oh, um, I did see them. Um, uh, I think they're. I think they're right. Uh, I, I really uh, love John, and I've always loved what he's been doing for the industry. Um, so in that, I, I think it's awesome that he has his own, you know, skate brand now. Um, yeah, it's great. Would you skate them if you if if you had to like imagine you were out of you had to buy a pair of skates. There wouldn't be uh -huh. adapt. You had to buy a pair of skates. What if there wouldn't be adapt? What pair of skates would you buy right now if you had to buy a pair of skates? Huh. That's a hard one. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'd probably give them a try if okay. there was nothing else around. Okay. I, Just I, I, totally, I totally thought you would go for something like, like the dams, like the. Um, the god skates or something like the god but with carbon but i don't know or honestly i think i would try the um what are they called uh also carbon uh, skates the aeons okay. the aeons i i can see i can imagine you skating those because of the the flat setup right i would i would like to try that out if if adapt was no longer a company yeah, yeah but it, that's not gonna happen so that's not gonna happen too <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's just yeah. out of curiosity okay man so i just want to say thank you so so much for this i'm pretty sure absolutely man. i'm pretty sure you clarified like a lot of stuff that people have been talking shit about for way too long and it was cool to, <laughs> it's the truth man like including myself there was a lot of things that i didn't most of them i didn't use so everything was basically new for me so nice it's cool that you spoke about those things and so open about all those all that stuff so that's really cool thank you so much Absolutely. for yeah for sure man time. thanks for having me on the show ah man it's all good and i hope to see you winter clash this year maybe 2019 not uh, this year. i don't think i'm coming this year unfortunately but hopefully i'll be out there sometime soon okay I, some I, I would love to go to blading cup i'm still trying i don't know what i'm gonna i need to do something i'll, I'll might i might try to find a way my only problem not my only problem, other than the ticket, which is already expensive, is yeah. that I think it's on the 3rd or on the 4th, and my birth date is on the 6th, but now with a baby, I just can't. Uh -huh. I can't be away on my birthday. My wife would kill me, so we'll see. Right, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually going to be over there for my birthday. When is it? Which day is it? My birthday is on Halloween. Ah, okay. So it's one week before me. But it's still too young. <laughs> <laughs> okay, man. So thank you so much. Have a nice weekend. Absolutely. Okay, this will be right, out too. tomorrow. Cheers, man. <laughs> awesome. Later, brother. Cheers, man. And that was it. Mr. Julian Ba. That was cool. This was a, a cool conversation. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did. Because it was... You know what? I've been a big fan of julian skating for a long time and i tried to never really get into whatever drama was happening and it's kind of, it must be kind of frustrating for this guy to go through all this drama but it's amazing to see such a healthy ad with good thinking after all this drama so i'm happy about this one and i hope you guys 
are happy about it and I hope you guys are so happy that you want to go buy skates and if you want to go buy skates you can buy skates with 10% discount on bladeville.com and on addonskate.com you know all you need to do is when you're just before paying you just put code Lino you got 10% discount on every skate product now if you did enjoy this skate talk do not forget to give me some thumbs up if you didn't like it thumbs down and if you're not subscribing to this channel now it's the time to do it subscribe to the channel click on the bell button get notifications every time i do one of these and other videos and more important than anything else just like i always say do not forget why we all started skating and that is because it's fun cheers Vou viver até